0: Good evening.
1: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpopit.co.za.
0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees here on 7 to 9 a.m. Yes, yes, yes. We are back and so excited to be with you guys this evening. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. We're going to be here with you guys until 8 p.m. Then you'll be joined by another youth show. But for now, it's just us here in studio and we're super excited. We would like to say that we got a WhatsApp from Juanita Charmaine Davids and she was asking for prayer. And here on the show, here on the radio station, we believe in praying for all of you people. So as I introduce our guest early, we have a very powerful man in his community a Mr. Brian Preston here on the show with us and he is a minister pastor and he does amazing things and he would love to pray for you Juanita I know you have a lot of things going on so I just like to say good evening pastor Brian
2: good evening listeners good evening all the people that is tuned into the show tonight we just want to declare this evening that we're going to have an amazing time here on the show and um, I would just like to start to pray for Juanita for that situation that she asked us to pray. Amen, Juanita, if you can hear my voice. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne of grace tonight and mercy, Father God, and Lord, we pray for Juanita. We pray for the family this evening, Father. We pray that you will touch them by your spirit, my God. Father, even as they trusting you for financial breakthrough, Father God, I pray in Jesus' name, jehovah jireh that you will pour out your grace and your uh, uh, provision father god you are jireh father and we can trust in you tonight my god and you can make a way where there seems to be no way even for the person that is trusting you father god for parole lord that is incarcerated we pray tonight my god lord even as you father god grant me mercy and grace when i was my God, standing in front of a judge, my God. Father, I pray that you will intervene in that family. I pray that you will provide for that family, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I just release your peace right now that surpasses all understanding. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. In the mighty name of Jesus, I prayed. Amen. And amen. Amen, and amen.
0: amen. Amen, indeed. Thank you so much for that powerful word, Pastor Brian. You really started the show on a great note, and was so thankful that you were in studio. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was more than a coincidence. I'm, the word has escaped me, but that was no coincidence that you were here when Juanita needed prayer. Geez, thank you, Lord. Definitely,
1: appointed uh, season, right time, right place, and it's it's honestly such a blessing to have you in studio. Um, so yeah zoe so
0: tell me how was your weekend my weekend i remember it clear as day this weekend on friday i went to an indian restaurant with my best friend it's called mukash i believe they have several branches all over cape town so we went to the one in sandown it was Mm -hmm. lovely lovely food would recommend then on friday i saw a friend i hadn't seen in months and this was a friend I used to see every day and not just because we were in high school together like we made that effort and then on Friday I just had a ch- I mean on Sunday I had a very chill day I was unable to go to church for reasons so I just attended online church and do you hear this Brian Prison.
2: yes I hear that uh, I <laughs> it
0: was not by my <laughs> choice like I woke up ready to go I was prepared you know I had my set because I lead worship and then I, I was unable to go mm. We will pray for Zoe. We will
2: pray for... Definitely pray for definitely. Zoe. <laughs> Amen. Thank
1: you, uh, how was your weekend? weekend mine though? was actually, uh, you know, just focused on trying to finish my assignment and again, once again, uh, procrastinating. Always. I think I just finished two pages. Ah. Um, and I'm panicking at this stage because I have about two weeks lived. <laughs> ah, but
0: you know you can do some miraculous things when under I pray a great to God, amount of you know? pressure.
1: <laughs> um, and then staying at home watching movies working actually um i was quite yeah focused on work
0: yeah this weekend yeah that's good i think for me because i'm back at uni now second semester started during the week i worked every single day so i took the weekend off because but also things it's the beginning so Mm. things haven't really begun to intensify yeah so i can still take some weekends off but on that note if you want to know what to do if you are in my books, also taking weekends off, we have the What's Down Cape Town section of the show coming up so you can get some inspiration on what to do. Cape Town, Cape Town, Cape Town, Cape Town, Cape Town, Cape Town. Cape Town. What's Down in
1: Cape Town?
0: Cape Town?
1: So, what's down in Cape Town? Guys, I am focusing on two hotels that are just gorgeous, mm. Zoe. Like, if you've seen these hotels, you would agree with me that if you love fine dining and opera and just like, you know, music while you're eating, these restaurants are the best places and hotels, sorry, are the best places to go to. So the first uh, hotel we have is the Sky Hotel. They actually on Friday and Saturday, they have a set menu of 8,895 rand per um, a three course meal. And you get a welcome drink on arrival, mm. you know, and they have like, um, they have music playing. They have actually live performances as wow. well. So it, it kind of just draws the people. And if you've seen this hotel, you would know that the the hotel,
0: it's the, sorry, the restaurant itself is just covered in gold. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I have a funny story about the Sky Hotel, actually. So last year, I had a friend who, well, she's still my friend, but she was having (laughs) her birthday party at the Hyde Hotel, and somehow I got confused between the two. So I Ubered to the Sky Hotel, which is, like you said gorgeous gold everywhere the interior design is beautiful and i was like okay kim like i see we're celebrating nice this year you know you only turn 25 once and i go in there i go to every floor because like you said there's a roof floor and there's like
1: 28 floors
0: no i went to like the floors where the restaurants are okay so i went to the roof i Mm. went to the other place i went to i think about three different restaurants all looking for this reservation that did not exist because it was at the hyde hotel Mm. hmm (laughs)
1: so uh i didn't forget that you guys love a thrill as well so at the sky hotel on the 28th floor there's a free fall ride that is of like you literally fall free fall 100 kilometers wow it goes so fast down and you get the bird's eye view of the whole of cape town it's only about 200 rand and oh. I think you the ride goes up and down so it takes you up and down like twice and you know it's for those people that love a thrill but also want uh, dinner afterwards or <laughs> you know be in a fine dining restaurant you know it has a bit of both you know uh, I'm, I, I love adventure so I enjoy just going to, to the hotel and eating amazingly because their food is so good yeah, And then just going upstairs and then enjoying the ride as well
0: with this amazing view on the 28th floor. So you can imagine how high this is Zoe. My goodness, that must be actually like crazy, especially if you are unfortunately afraid of heights to just free fall like 28 floors. No, I have to try this. It's I have, it's amazing. I have to do this.
1: And then we have the silo. So I am a big fan of the silo. Okay, so if you uh, know uh, the celebrity Benang. So, she actually uh, drew me to to want to check out this hotel. And this hotel has the same kind of effect, but everywhere is just gloss. Mm-hmm. So, you see the whole of the V&A waterfront, you see the, the wheel, the Ferris wheel, and then the mountains as well. Yes. So, the view is spectacular. And then the food as well. Um, you know, a lot of people think that if you go to these like fancy restaurants you end up paying so much for food and you don't feel like you're having a solid meal but whenever i go there i think you can spend about 150 rand and you'll have one of the amazing burgers with chips as well um and the way they do it it, it you feel like you're dining fancy wow, wow. Well. yes <laughs>
2: all the <that> calories
1: <laughs> all the calories uh and and the experience to be there sometimes you'll even walk into a south african celebrity Um, Because a lot of them come and they actually stay there. Now to stay there, Zoe, you're looking at about 15,000 a night. My goodness, that is someone's paycheck. Exactly. I'd rather just go to the restaurant and enjoy (laughs) the view.
0: Same, actually. And the food,
1: of course. Exactly.
0: I think I've actually been there. Unfortunately, the day I went, I was fasting, so I only had their coffee. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it was, but it was delicious though Like I thoroughly enjoyed it Everyone else around me was starving So they were chowing And they enjoyed the food that they had But their coffee is good too guys They
1: they are really amazing And the, the time that I went They actually had a violinist come in And play for us hmm. So as the sun was setting And you get this amazing view Because everywhere is glass The violinist started playing And she didn't play like your old Like your boring music She played like Upbeat, hip-hop wow. music that was, like, busy releasing.
2: Hip-hop music on a violin?
1: It, it, I wow. I was even surprised. But when wow. I heard... On uh, uh,
2: uh, <laughs> a violin?
1: On a
0: violin. Oh, wow, like, that's amazing. Wow, this woman is talented. That is real talent, <laughs> actually. To take a song like that, that's clearly... There's no violins involved. And to make it, like, only violin? Wow, I hope she comes back the time I go. I hope so, too, Zoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, but this has been like, it's been like a movie, just hearing about all these different places that we can go to. I can't wait to hear about the more fun, exciting places next week. But for now, we're just going to head on into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. It's
1: groovy movie, all Rudy. <laughs> A wap a dee da bamboo Three, two,
0: Time to watch the movies In Indeed, it is time for the movies. Now you are tuned into seven two nine a.m. It is currently fourteen minutes, about to be fifteen minutes past the hour of seven o'clock, nineteen hundred hours, and we are in the groovy movie section of the show. Now, in this part of the show, we're gonna play a clip from a movie. Actually, unlike the other times where it would be the title song, you know, mm. the song that everyone hears and they really associate with that movie because it's the theme. This is a musical obviously but this is one of the songs sung in the musical this is literally we're playing a scene from that movie and it's a movie that if you were on social media in like 2013 which is when it came out you could not escape this movie like everyone was just posting clips of this movie because apparently it was the funniest thing anyone had seen up until that point so everyone was just sharing it If you guys have any idea what this week's groovy movie is, and it might sound familiar because it's a cover of a popular song released in the early 2000s by a popular singer who is now a talk show host, you can WhatsApp us the answer, that being the name of the movie, to 081-729-1657. Alternatively, you can also pop us an SMS at 37988. We would love to hear from you. But now just sit back, relax, and listen to what this week's groovy movie is. Here's the thing, we started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. And- yeah, yeah. Oh, there's no backup dances, dancers? Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, what was
1: that? Hello, my name is Elena Kurama. I was born with Like Fish. One, two, three,
2: four. Dedicated, took the time.
1: Wasn't long until I called you mine. Yeah, yeah hi everybody my name is stacy remember
0: guys if you have any idea what this week's groovy movie is whatsapp us the name of the movie to 081-729-1657 now let's listen to alive in you by jesus culture alive in you by jesus culture that is the song we listened to as we pondered upon a very serious question what is this week's groovy movie now you guys all participated and it was lovely to see so many messages from the audience you know we love it when we get whatsapps here it's amazing and we could tell some of you were confused you thought it was the original artist and you know what the people doing the cover were that talented yes some of them more so than others but before i talk smack about anyone's singing ability as if i am you know like patty labelle i'm just going to give you guys the answer to the groovy movie and it is pitch perfect so to all you guys who guessed correctly you can give yourselves a pat on the back you indeed know good cinema bear in mind this is the first pitch perfect movie There were two more released, although I don't think they got quite the same hype as this one. Definitely not. I
1: loved the first one, but when it came to the second and the third one, you know, if you've done a really amazing movie,
0: do not do a part two and three. Exactly. Like you you don't always have to recreate it. Sometimes it's good to stop when it's right. Now let's just listen to a quick verse of the day before we enter a very, very fun interview. If you guys would like to see it as well, we will be live on Facebook, 729 Cops of slash K-Pulpit. You don't want to miss this one, but if you do, you can go back to it on our podcast, which will be available on Wednesday on our website, www.kpulpit.co.za. Now let's head straight on into the interview. What
1: 6-4-7-20. Kijk naar die wilde voels, alle saai ni en alle usni, en alle maakni en skieren bij mekaar ni. Jelle jij als vader zorgt voor hulle? Is jelle niet baie meer waard als hulle ni? One eighty degrees on I am youth movement. So I know Zoe introduced you earlier, but I feel like you deserve another introduction. So this evening on 180 Degrees, we have Pastor Brian of Light Ministries, uh, based in Brooklyn. He has also been 20 years in the ministry and studied at the Team Impact, has an honours degree, and also a certified marriage officer of Commission of Oats, and so very passionate about Jesus Christ. But above all guys, He's my dad. So I'm so excited to do this interview. (laughs) Thanks, Zoe. So, Pastor Brian, it's just amazing to have you in the studio this evening. Uh, And the question I would like to ask you is tell us a bit about you.
2: Well, um, I'm Pastor Brian. Um, As I said, greetings in the wonderful name of Jesus. I've been in the ministry, as you've heard, for about 20 years, but I actually went into the full-time ministry since the year 2014. So I was from 2014, I went to go study, I did what I had to do, and now we're running our own church in Brooklyn. It's called Light Ministries. That was the word that the Lord gave us, gave us for the ministry. And um, so our ministry is based in Brooklyn. We are. I believe that the ministry should be twofold. Um, yes, we have church in a building um, We get together at the Martel, um On the corner of Stanbury and um, Kubrick Road So we're there on a Sunday morning um, Time frames, it's half past nine Till about twelve And um, if we're not in the building We're out of the building, of course And then we set up gazebos And we pack out our chairs and our instruments And, you know, just last week, Sunday We had an amazing open-air service and we prayed for people and we experienced the power of God and, and also what we do in the area, in the community itself. It's like we feed people um thrice in the week. We do feeding Amen. Feeding for the for the for the poor in the you know those that is on the streets and you know feeding the community. Uh, we want to feed them the word of God, but we mm. also want to feed them mm. natural food for the body because you know when you minister to someone, it's difficult to hear the word of God when your stomach is screaming. I'm hungry. I'm mm. hungry. So we feed people. We feed the t- uh, school children as well. Yeah, and then um, what we also do is. Um, uh, on Saturday nights, not uh, once once a month, we, we go uh, in the streets, uh, in the main road, because there's a lot of uh, prostitution in our community, in Kubek Town, Kubek Road, and we have a, a sister that was uh, um, involved in that lifestyle and drugs and prostitution, and she leads us, she leads the group, and then we minister to prostitutes on the street, you know. We reach out to them with a a hot meal or a cup of coffee, a sandwich, and then we just encourage them in the word of the Lord. And so, yeah, I believe that the church, our ministry is twofold. As I said, we have church in the building, but then we become the church for the lost also mm-hmm. on the streets. We have open-air services. We do one-on-one. We do door-to-door. Um, however the Spirit of God leads us, and it's such an honor. It's such a glorious honor to just serve this wonderful King Jesus. He has been so amazing. He has done such amazing things in our lives. And you know what? We just give him the glory, the honor and the praise.
1: So you can see he's a pastor. He doesn't even give us a chance to ask more questions. (laughs) He just
0: continues.
2: next (laughs) i'm just joking
0: (laughs) no but like i can tell that you are a pastor i mean you speak with so much passion Mm. and even your church like i was thinking as you were speaking that it is a beautiful thing to go out Mm. and to not just have a physical church which is very important it's always good to find a congregation and tie yourself to one but to also go out there for people who don't necessarily go to church or may not even know about church or don't have you know, a church that they belong to. And then yeah. also all the good programs you have, like to help people, because starvation and poverty is very prevalent in our society. It and is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's also like when you, I was thinking about this the other day, because my dad and I were speaking. And, you know, many Christian organizations also have feeding schemes to actually help people. And I think that's the beautiful thing, that they go to these places with, like, in one hand, they have a plate of food, and the other one, they have food for the soul, which is, you know, the, the,
2: that's amazing yes that is, that's so amazing no it wow.
0: is it is truly amazing and i love it to see that actually happening to see the church doing its original purpose but you have been in the church for 20 years two decades that's like my life <laughs> 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 literally <laughs> so in all this time i'm sure there's a lot of knowledge that you have picked up and i just like to ask you like what have you learned in these 20 years in the ministry?
2: Well, there's things, uh, Zoe, that I've learned through trial and error, you know, um, by making mistakes also in the ministry, making mistakes. You know, it's a a good thing to... Sometimes we want to disqualify people when they make a mistake, Mm -hmm. you know, or when they fall short. But sometimes it's a very great learning, uh, you know, process when you are in the church and you also make mistakes. And you just, you know, what I've learned in church over the 20 years I've always endeavored just to be myself. Mm-hmm. I just want to be original. What you see is what you get. I don't want to put on a front. I don't want to put on a facade or a mask. I just want to be who I am, free in Christ. And I think that is what the the thing that that helped me over the twenty years in the ministry in church is. You know, sometimes you get lost in church. Mm. You know, if you if you if you get what I'm saying, and then. You know, when you do something for other people outside, you, you know, you get that fulfillment. You know, you, you you get to that place where you actually see, you see the need and you see the hurt and you see the heart of others. You know, and the scripture that comes to my mind as I'm speaking to you now, it's more blessed to give mm. than, than to receive. Mm. I remember this testimony we were um, handing out soup in the, in the graveyard in Maitland. And um, there were some shacks or, you know, little houses. And it was in the heart of winter. And it was raining that day. And the morning, I stepped into this people's home, you know. And um, my feet were, I was, it was in the dirt. It was, the, the, the place was wet. And there was, a, there was a gentleman laying on the bed. And he was sick with TB. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, I, I just encouraged him. But the people in that shack, they were so afraid that we are going to hurt them. Mm. Do you know, and um, it, just, it just dawned on me that maybe they've asked people for help yeah. and people actually have hurt them or, you know, and um, and that's what we are called to do. You know, we are here to help people, not to hurt people, to restore people and to show them there's a better way out in these circumstances. So there's a lot of things that I've learned in ministry, um, but the one thing is to stay original. Don't try to be a copycat, mm-hmm. you know, just be you, you know, because God, the, the, the power of God and the anointing of God, it works and it flows through authenticity. Yes. You know, if you just be yourself and that's the main thing that I've taken away, you know, um, some people going to like you mm-hmm. and other people is not going to like you. I mean, but be who God created you yes. to be. And that's the thing that I've learned over the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. and I'm still learning
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that is so powerful we're always still learning you know you never know too much even being 20 years in the ministry um, it's there's still so many new things that you learn because you know life keeps on evolving and there's there's so many new things to to learn and knowing that you as a pastor, being 20 years in the ministry, still open to learning these things, Absolutely. says a lot about your character. Uh, another thing that I wanted to ask you was, you know, being a certi- certified minister of Oates, um, what is your take on the divorce that we're facing now, so rapidly in our day and age?
2: Well, first and foremost, I firmly believe that, you know, it's so, so very important to get a word from God because, you know, marriage, uh, when we're speaking about marriage and divorce, you know, marriage is very close to God's heart, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the blueprint of, of, of marriage is actually found in the Bible, in the word of God. You know, when we when we read in the book of Genesis, chapter 2 from verse 18 to 24, it gives you the the original intent of God for marriage, you know. And when I read through those passages of scripture, I never see the word divorce. Mm, I've never yeah. seen the vo- the, the word good. divorce, and so sometimes when I go and um, I go register, uh, I go register the marriage that I've officiated, and I go to home affairs to to go and register the particular marriage, I see that there's a long queue for divorce. Mm, I see, taken. I see, I see the blueprint of marriage. You know, uh, it, it's simply not adhered to because I see a lot of a lot of strange things. You know. Um, that I don't want to mention over the radio, you know, because of sensitivity, you know, Mm. but people is not adhering to the blueprint of marriage. And that's why we sit with a whole lot of divorce cases, you know, and divorce rate. And divorce rate is very high, uh, Michaela. That's why... um, to the young people, to the young ladies here in front of me, make sure that you that you have heard from God, that mm-hmm. God has spoken to you, that this is your husband, because some of the young people, even they, they wasted time, you know, spent their time, wasted time, you know, on, on partners, you know, and in the society, in the new world that we are living in, you know, the blueprint of marriage is just overlooked, mm-hmm. and people think, you know, in their mind, they can live like they are married, you know, we, you get phrases like, no, me and my me, me and my boyfriend, we're just going to get the flat together and we're going to see where this thing goes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that in itself, you know, that in itself, that is not the blueprint of God. That is not the heart mm-hmm. of the Father. And you see, anytime when you're out of God's will, trouble will fall. Trouble will follow you. There will be some kind of a, you know, a accountability. And, you know, and at the end of the day, you see, you get people that is hurt and messed up because they did not really get the word from God mm. and they are not sticking to the blueprint or the mm. true print of mm. marriage, what marriage is all about. And that's why you see the divorce rate, you know, and not only in South Africa,
0: yeah. not yeah, only in South Africa,
2: good. it's in the whole world. It's, it's globally, you know, because also the, the other thing about marriage is that sometimes people get married with the, with the frame of mind, what can I get out of yeah. this? Yeah, you know. And already, when you get with that frame I'm into a marriage, you know, into covenant, you know, marriage is actually how can I serve my partner? Yeah. Because the Bible says, if you were, if you want to, if you desire to be great, you must become a servant. And so when I when I when I have covenant, Amen. Even even God, when He sent Christ, you know, Christ came to serve. Mm. he did not come to be served and so when you go into a marriage to be served and not going into a marriage you know how can I serve my partner as I'm serving Christ how can I you know when you go with another frame of mind you know calamity will follow you you know and even divorce and many times when divorce asking on the question of divorce Michaela you know divorce actually normally happen when people are Self-centered, self-centered. Okay. And that's mm. why even in your marriage, your marriage, the focus has to be God-centered. You know, when you and your partner serve Christ, you know, together, you know, there's a purpose and there's a goal. God, how can we make our marriage great? It is by serving you
1: mm.
2: and serving one another. Mm. Because that's the whole the whole idea of a uh, uh, Christianity, you know, is how can I serve someone else?
0: Mm.
2: How can I make something better for someone else? How can I encourage someone else? How can I pray for someone else? How can I give something mm. to someone else? And when you love from that pattern, I believe that you are well on your way to maturity in your marriage. Of course, it is not easy. Amen. Amen. And that's why we always have to trust in our Heavenly Father praise the law
0: <laughs> amen and amen wow that was a lot of great advice yeah like, definitely i and it answered a lot of questions some all questions. in one eh yes <laughs> literally but it was so like sound like biblically spiritually and it's actually true it's a difficult truth for many people to hear but it's it's so true oh my goodness mm. i would like to ask like um how do you um how has your church helped or impacted the community. Like, I know that's completely different from marriage, but I I had so many questions and like, I feel like you just answered all of them.
2: (laughs) Well, our church, uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, Zoe and Michaela, you know, um, church, church is community. Church is not a building, but church is a people. And so we, many of us, we focus on building church with brick and mortar, but we don't focus on building Christ in people because when christ loves in you you know you want to love for him automatically you want yeah. to please him you want to it, this is what jesus has done father what do you want me to do jesus was always in prayer the bible says he went early in the morning you know he went to a secluded place you know sometimes he left his disciples and he went on his own so he was always inquiring by the father father what do you want me to do and, and so it is, you know, when building a ministry, building a people, building a community, you know, Father, how do we build? How do we build a community? What is relevant in our area of, of, of where we are at? Because we need to touch the lives of people. We can't just have church on a Sunday in a building, but we are not influencing. Mm. And this was Christ. His pattern was always to influence people. He was in the marketplace marketplace, he was in the business world. Amen. I if Christ was here today, Christ would have um, gone to banks, to mm. to corporations. He would not only just be in church because Christ wanted to influence people's life mm. positive, you know, with, with positive advice, if I, if I could say it in that way. But also as he influenced people, he also wanted to show them, you know, this is what life is all about. Mm. You know, to live an abundant life, to live a blessed life, peaceful life.
1: Brian Preston, Pastor Brian Preston, you know, you are just, you, you just, you can talk. <laughs> and it's honestly such a blessing to have you here. Um, before we wrap up this interview, which we really don't want to, uh, Zoe, I think we should actually just try and get him again some uh, oh, no, next definitely. time. <laughs> uh, can you just do a quick sinner's prayers for us before we, we wrap this interview?
0: Well,
2: friends, uh, for those that is tuned in tonight, those that can hear my voice, you know, I just want to say this evening, you know, Jesus loves you. That's the bottom line. You know, the Bible says in the book of John 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whomsoever believeth on Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son to condemn you, but God sent His Son to reconcile man back to the father my friend if you can hear my voice this evening i want to give you the opportunity because that's actually the main reason why i am here tonight i just want to give you the opportunity maybe you are in your lounge maybe you are listening on the radio maybe you're on your phone maybe wherever you're at maybe you are in the prison cell tonight and you can hear my voice i would like to invite you to pray this prayer with me repeat after me say with me dear Lord Jesus. I come to you tonight I open the door of my heart and I invite Jesus Christ to live within me wash me with your blood cleanse me from my sin I confess Jesus Christ to, my, to be my Lord and my Savior thank you Jesus for saving me Amen Friend, if you have prayed at prayer I want to encourage you read your Bible tell as many people about Jesus Christ and go And get yourself plugged in, as Zoe said, to a church, a biblical, a Bible-based church. Go in and be in the fellowship of believers, because that is the way to go. God is all about family. So get plugged in in a a local assembly, in your area, wherever the, the Lord leads you. And get plugged in. Tell many people about Jesus. Read the Bible. And the Lord will do great and amazing things in your life. In Jesus' name, God bless.
1: Amen, amen. amen.
0: Wow, I
1: was speechless. It was amazing. I honestly
0: enjoyed every part of that interview. Yes, I just wish it could have gone on for longer. Same. Honestly. Wow, as I'm still just reeling in everything I've just heard because I heard so much sound advice, I can't wait to go and watch this back on Facebook Live. Let's just head on into the Mystery Bible Quiz as we truly think about what we just heard. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7
2: to 9 a.m.
0: Mystery Bible
2: Quiz. Bible Quiz. So,
1: tonight's Bible quiz. I hope you guys are listening. The question is how many days and nights did Jesus fast? Was it 22 days or 40 days, 365 days or 12 days?
0: Mm. We gave y'all four options. So we're looking to hear some answers. In fact, we have if you guys follow us on Instagram, I am Youth Radio, which I hope you do. And if you don't, you better now. We actually put out a poll. So we'll be reading the result of those polling later on in the show as we give you guys the answer. But if you are still aching to give us an answer, please, please, please WhatsApp us at 0817291657. Alternatively, you can email. I mean, you can send us an SMS at 379 379- i would encourage you to save our number we'll save yours and then when we put our question on the story every week you can participate in a much easier way i mean like if you just see an update and you respond to it that's super easy rather than just clicking everything and going there so yeah Mm -hmm. as you guys get your thinking caps on we'll be listening to when we pray by Torin wells a fun one follow us on facebook today i am radio When We Pray by Torrin Wells. That was so much fun. It was. Mm. Honestly, I love Torrin's music. Even the new stuff he's doing now. It's very poppy, but like he makes it work. I can hear that, yeah. Yeah. So before we played you that song, we were giving you guys the opportunity to put your thinking caps on because we asked you a Bible quiz. Yes, and the question was a pretty interesting one. It was asking how many days nights did Jesus spend in a fast now we gave many of you guys the opportunity to answer this question the first response we got was from Hari who said 40 days we next got another response from a Hindu, who said 40 days and 40 nights very specific (laughs) (laughs) and then from Martin in Grassy Park he said 40 days and that you are all correct now, if we go straight on to Instagram, unfortunately, I cannot see exactly how many people voted. But we gave you guys the same option. How many days and nights did Jesus pass? The first option being 12. Who's someone guessed that.
1: The person needs to read their Bible. Yeah, we have
0: <laughs> the four options. 12 got 4% of the answers. Uh-huh. 365 days got 4% of the answers <laughs> as well. 40 days got 92% of the answers so that's very reassuring and of course 22 days got 0% of the answers (laughs) so all of you guys who participated thank you so much we love you we will
1: not judge you guys not at all it's
0: not in our nature (laughs) now let's go on into the happy health tip
1: health tips how to be happy in your health It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting.
0: Chocolates are the true
1: source of happiness.
0: Indeed, indeed they are. However, this week we're going to be talking about another source of happiness. So we have the best indoor plants for cleaning air. Now this happy health tip came to me when, this weekend actually, when I invited my friend over and she hadn't been to my house in a couple months and as you guys know, I'm a bit of a plant fanatic. So when she walked in, she was like, you know, the place smells like flowers. The air quality is very good in here. And I'd always heard people say that, but because I'm always at home, I can't tell. So <laughs> <laughs> so I have five plants that will really improve the quality of your air. You can pick these up at many supermarkets, but also at many gardening centers. And it will really improve your air in your house. The first one is a spider plant, a plant I do not have but would like to get. Now spider plants are powerful air purifiers and they're able to remove formaldehyde, a gas that is emitted by cigarette smoke, dry cleaning, synthetic carpeting, nail polish and more which many of you will have those things in your house. These plants are always also able to remove carbon monoxide which you might find in rooms with fireplaces or stoves however they are very easy to grow and maintain just keep them in a semi sunny to shady spot and it will thrive the next one is a philodendron now this is a very large family of plants i have about two in my house they're very easy to propagate and look after so they do quite a good work with the air it's one of the most popular houseplants, and it's an excellent air purifier that removes formaldehyde gases from the air once again they're also practically bulletproof with quick-growing trailing vines like they're really easy to grow i'm telling you you can just put them in water and then you change the water every like two days Mm -hmm. and then they will literally the roots will start growing and they'll start growing themselves before you even plant them. They're so easy to look after and it's very fulfilling to see them growing in water, knowing they're also cleaning your air. The next one is an English Ivy, which I do not have, so I can't give any input on it, but it is also a very popular and hardy plant that is easy to grow, so I hear, so I might have to pick it up. It removes most pollutants and it's not fussy about light and can survive sun or shade. The ivy does not like high temperatures and it prefers to stay in a cool place. So if you have any extreme temperatures in your house, don't put your English ivy there. It will not thrive. The next one is my favorite plant that I have had two of over the years because I accidentally keep killing them is a peace lily. Now it is a beautiful plant with lovely white flowers that thrive nicely in an average indoor temperature house. They are known to clean the air of um, acetone and various other chemicals I cannot pronounce but they really do a great job at cleaning the air in your house. You need to keep them in a moist or semi-shady location. They are easy to grow, not in my opinion, but, you know, you might have a different experience than me. The last one is probably the easiest plant on this list to grow. It's a very fulfilling plant because it resembles a succulent. And it is called the snake plant, also called the mother-in-law's tongue. This is specifically the variegated form because the other ones, (laughs) they're not as good as cleaning the air. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just need to water them heavily and let them dry out before you water them again. If you put them in a room where you're sleeping, and I've been told by a friend who also has snake plants, that they really help people sleep at night. Wow, it has such an ironic name, though. Right? I'm like, girl, I, I ain't never heard of I ain't
2: getting that. that plant in my home, snake plant. I don't want to be associated with any snake.
1: I would not take Zoe as a plant person. Honestly, this is so... I'm I'm (laughs) flabbergasted
0: no like during the pandemic you know when everyone was stuck at home many people developed hobbies like baking or reading I developed plant keeping there was a man in the table bay mall near my house who had a like like, what do you call those things a store where he just sold plants from his house yes like a stand so it was great for him but also um, great. People for me? will
1: normally say stolchy. Stolchy, <laughs> yeah,
0: That's that's the the, yeah. <laughs> the good way.
2: But we've gotta be fancy tonight, so we say stand. <laughs> stand,
0: exactly. yeah, stand. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> well that's crazy. It's like <laughs> we glad you went to the Stolchi, Zoe. <laughs>
1: Um, and you, you got to new plans. it's, fine. it's <laughs> <stole you understand>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to South
1: Africa.
2: <laughs> Welcome to Cape Town.
0: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I, this has been such a great love. Such a great show. I hate that it has to end.
1: Yeah, I'm so sad that it's ending. I actually had so much fun. And thank you so much Pastor Brian Preston for joining us this evening. It was just an honor to even be able to interview my dad. Do you have anything you want to tell anybody out there?
2: I just want to say uh, to the people of Cape Town that can hear my voice, Jesus loves you. I want to say to my church family, Light Ministries, I just want to thank each and every one that helps in the ministry, that pray for us, that encourage us, that go out and do the work of God. And last but not least, I wanna tell my wife Delia Rochelle
1: <laughs> Preston. Wow, the whole name. <laughs>
2: I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. And I thank God that he has sent me you're a God sent my day.
1: Love you. <laughs> so Zoe, where do you get men like this? Like I've I've been looking. <laughs>
0: I guess you just have to pray for them because you will not find them on your you own. You have to
2: get a word from the Lord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I hate to end the show. It's been so fun. Uh, mm-hmm. amazing. Well, we'll be back again same time next week. Yep. And thank you so much Pastor Brian. It was amazing having you in studio. Wonderful,
2: wonderful.
0: Goodbye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs>